and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. We're in Psalm 37 today. Now, uh, Psalm 37 is a very long psalm, so we'll just read from cha- uh, verse 1 to chapter uh, to verse 9. I'd encourage you to read the whole psalm uh, later on uh, in your own time. But Psalm 37, verse 1, Fret not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers. For they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself, it tends only to evil. For the evil doer shall be cut off, but those who wait on the, uh, for the Lord shall inherit the land. I remember around uh, the year 1995, uh, Maybe late, late 1994, uh, middle of 1995, I was going through a season of difficulty. Uh, specifically, I felt like I was burning out. I was on the verge of quitting. Did not know what to do anymore. Uh, every Sunday uh, felt, liter- felt literally a burden and a pain that was breaking me. I have given my all and I felt like I was going nowhere or the church was going nowhere. Then a friend started sharing with me an encounter with God that revolutionized his life. I started, I started longing for the same. He shared more. We prayed a few times and I visited him uh, a few times as well. I noticed a renewed passion for, uh, uh, for worship, for worshiping God. I would spend time and just enjoy the worship times with God, both corporately and personally. Now, I'm not a singer, as they say. I'm, I'm good at making noise, but, so, uh, so, but not singing. So uh, I would uh, get uh, worship albums and listen to them and sing along and pray and worship God. A few months later, a certain team from uh, uh, Toronto, Canada came over, uh, came to our city and did some training and nightly worship services. They, uh, 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 especially at night, they would uh, share uh, uh, and they would worship God. They would share what God was doing in their church and they would spend time praying for people. Then one of those meetings, I encountered God uh, and in, in, a, in a supernatural way and it changed me forever. The next morning when I woke up, I felt like my world had totally changed. I have... Uh, the joy of the Lord filled me to overflowing. Now, after, after this encounter with God, my circumstances did not change. The, the, uh, the challenges we face, the difficulty, the, the finance, uh, the church, 
And even the family challenges did not change. But my relationship with God had changed. It had been renewed. When I look at this back at this experience, I realize that God took me through a process. You might say a time-consuming and time-waiting process. The breakthrough did not come immediately. It did come, but change, uh, the change happened in time. The difficulty, the struggle, and even the pain did not change, did change, but did not change overnight. I wonder what your challenges are today. I wonder what breakthroughs you're asking and believing God for. I realize whether change from suffering, uh, from difficulties, or change towards prosperity or blessing, this happens in time, in God's time. Now, Psalm 37, the psalmist is going to God about his enemies, people who are causing him pain and suffering and the circumstances that make life almost impossible for him. We look at God's answers and one of the things we see here is that his victory will take time. And God's answer will also happen in time. Look at this. Look at these uh, uh, descriptions and these phrases. They will soon fade like grass. Soon. Gives us, a, in a sense, a short span of time. But time is involved. Waiting is involved. The scripture, uh, Psalm 37, also says, The meek shall inherit the land. When you talk about inheritance, it's usually a long span of time. For he sees that his day is coming. In other words, he's looking forward to the day when evil will be judged. It's coming, but it's not yet there. Then the psalmist also says, I have been young and now I'm old. And yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging bread. From youth to being old involves time. Sometimes a long time. And sometimes or many times or often we feel too long a time. But it happens in God's time. So what, we, what do we do? Or in other words, how do we wait in the midst of the time process that God takes us through. How do we face the process, the waiting process that we are in? And the psalmist in the Psalm 37 clearly shows us how. And the first one is this, fret not. Verse 1 says, fret not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers. For they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. The psalmist in the midst of his trial and crying out to God, he tells himself, fret not. To fret means to burn or to be kindled with anger, to be incensed. Three times this phrase is mentioned in this psalm, fret not. Do not be angered, do not allow anger to burn you. Do not give in to it. Do not let it rage inside. Stop. In a sense, stop it. Control it. Why? Because the psalmist shows us this is temporary. The challenges we face, the frustrations that we go through, the enemies that are against us, this is all temporary. 
the, do, the evildoers in our own uh, language, our own feeling, nakakapikon, nakakagalit, they can really be a pain. But again, this is temporary. This too will pass. Psalmist says, they will soon fade. Friends, let me encourage you, do not allow long-lasting and even permanent consequences to be your answer to a temporary passing problem. How do you do that? Brings us to the second thing the psalmist tells us. And he tells us, wait for the Lord. Fret not. Then he says, instead, wait for the Lord. Psalm 37, verse 7. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not yourselves over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Wait for the Lord. Again, this phrase, wait for the Lord, is mentioned three times in the Psalms, but you see it implied in it, it, practically all over Psalm 37. To wait means, uh, the word wait means wait longingly, even in wrath or twisting pain. So in other words, the psalmist is telling us to wait even in the midst of the pain. Psalmist tells us, be still. And when I was looking at this, I, it took me a while before I started thinking, I started uh, uh, understanding it, but it says, be still means to be opposed to speech or motion. In other words, you're, you're just there. You're not reacting. You're letting the circumstance, you're letting the process of God, you're letting the journey of God takes it, take its course in your life. To be resigned to and even imply to be dumb. Sometimes God wants us to be still and to the world, we will look crazy. But to God, God is working out His will and His plan in our lives. You're still, you're still silent that absolutely sometimes it's, it's, there's a raging um, what do you call it? urge to do something, to take control. Sometimes God wants you to hear and heed, be still, wait for me, wait for the Lord. Why can we be still? Why can we wait? Why? Look at the most powerful reason that we do not need, why we do not need to fret and why we can be resigned to wait. And the third one, the psalmist tells us, trust Him. Trust God. Sometimes it's a cliche. We feel like it's a, it's, it's a, 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 a cliche of an answer. It's a stereotype of an answer. And sometimes when we hear it, it just passes through our minds and we, we don't, we, it doesn't catch our attention anymore. And sometimes we even feel offended when somebody tells us, trust God in the midst of our pain. But Psalm 37 verse 3, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in Him, and He will act. Trust means to throw one down upon his face, to lie extended on the ground. 
to trust, to throw yourself before the Lord, to have something beyond us is okay when we know it's in capable hands. We don't like to be in a place where, where we can't control things. We don't like to be in a place where things are happening uh, uh, beyond our power, beyond our understanding, beyond our comfort. But you know what? It's okay to be in a place like that because we know God is in control. See, an example would be when, 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 uh, uh, when uh, to fly a plane is beyond me. I don't know how to do that. I have an idea. I've read a little bit about it. I've uh, played around with planes when I was a kid, but I really don't know how to fly a plane. But it's okay because when I take a flight, I know the plane, I trust that the plane is in capable hands. Remember the story I shared, shared earlier? My circumstances did not change, but my knowledge, experience, and relationship with God changed that day. There was a knowledge of God that brought the confidence that I know God was in charge. He was doing something and changing things even for me. And the psalmist also mentions and shows us expressions of trust. Look at this. Befriend faithfulness. Befriend faithfulness. The Message Bible says, feed on faithfulness. When you trust God, His faithfulness will be your experience. But this also encourages us to remember, to recall, to focus on God's faithfulness. Go back in time as you face the future time. Because in your past is a record of God's faithfulness. The psalmist many times declares he will remember. He will declare the testimonies of God. Friends, history or even your history is replete with the realities of the faithfulness of God. And the psalmist here is saying, feed on the faithfulness of God. Trust the faithfulness of God. And remember the faithfulness of God that no matter how difficult life is today, no matter the challenges we face today, we are here because God has been faithful in the past. And there's no reason to, th other, to think otherwise that God will not be faithful to finish the work He's begun in our lives, in your lives. Again, the psalmist as well says, delight yourself. Delight yourself, rejoice, enjoy it. It says to take exquisite delight, extraordinary delight. So this was not just something, this, this is not the delight that you just smile or you, yeah, uh, uh, you, you can laugh a little. But the psalmist here is saying in the midst of this, rejoice, celebrate, enjoy. Enjoy your relationship with God. Draw that joy from God, from your relationship with Him. Our circumstances will change. It comes and goes. The degree of blessing we enjoy and we delight in, especially in the material blessings, comes and goes. But the relationship with God is always there. You can rely on it. You can stand on it. You can draw your joy from it. Now, there's something that we normally do in a, in a major event 
in our lives and in our friends' life. We see it all the time. I'm, I always found this weird. In, yeah, when I was younger, I would hear this in this event. I would find it weird. To, certain, to a certain degree, I still do. That in a major celebration, in probably one of the highest, most amazing joy of an event anyone can, can experience, we have this vow. And it says, I take you for my lawful wife or husband to have and to hold from this day forward for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health until death do us part. See, I realized this in a wedding, in marriage, the joy, the peace, the, the love that is drawn, is drawn from the relationship, not from the benefits. I realized many times my joy and my peace is being dictated by, the, by, by my circumstances. And many times my prayer is asking God to change my circumstances instead of drawing life from my relationship with God. Jesus is the life giver, not the blessings. He is the source of peace. He is our gracious God. Blessings are just His gifts, His instruments. But the life, real life, real love, real grace, comes from our relationship with God. And the psalmist shows us how to express trust in God. And he says, commit your ways to God. When we're waiting on God, it does not mean that we just sit around and do nothing. We need to keep going in life. Whatever the Lord has already entrusted to us and given to us, let's keep moving on. Let's keep doing it. We keep pursuing God no matter our circumstances. We keep serving God no matter the challenges. We keep worshiping God no matter how we feel. We keep honoring and making disciples, honoring God and making disciples. We commit our way to God and He establishes His ways. Friends, God never stops working out His will for us. Therefore, every day is always a day closer to God and His will. Let us commit our lives to the Lord. As we close, I remember Jesus in the garden crying in prayer. So burdened that drops of blood came out from His sweat. Matthew 26, 39b, this was the prayer of Christ. My Father, if there is any way, get me out of this. But please, not what I want. You, what do you want? Jesus committed His way to His Father. His trust towards His Father, despite His painful path, despite His unjust path, both bore the most world-changing and life-changing fruit for eternity, especially for us. What is that? Our salvation. Fret not. Wait for the Lord and trust in Him. We will see God's best established in our life. Let us pray and worship God again.
Thank you, Lord God. Lord, that you are always working in our lives. Non-stop, Lord God. You're establishing your will. You're fulfilling your promises. And you're taking us where you desire to take, bring us. Lord, we commit our lives to you again. We ask that you would uproot things in our lives that don't bring you honor. And plant your character, your passion, your love in our hearts. That Jesus might truly be formed in us. In Jesus' name. Now let me bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.